My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. There's three with five digits up there, uh, the top three. But in fifth place this week, uh, 83 dials, 11 contacts, nine appointments, seven sits, wrote five applications, got seven referrals. All five were life apps for $4,449 in premium. Abel and Judy Verastegui, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Abel. Hey, Abel and Judy Verostegui, uh, direct to the great Heather and Fitz Fitzgerald out of San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, it was an interesting week this week. Uh, it seems like as, you know, coming out of the Halloween and going into this holiday season, it uh, gets a little bit tougher. But again, as I mentioned last time, uh, door knocks. Uh, if you can't get them on the phone, get to the door. Uh, we had one uh, happen to be a guaranteed issue product, but we couldn't get her on the phone because after she called the TV commercial, she felt with her conditions that there was nothing out there to help her except for Colonial Pen. And uh, she had gotten some rates from them. And uh, of course we went in there and with our products, uh, of course we beat their rates pretty good. So uh, that was a pretty easy one. And uh, then we had another one, uh, went down to the danger zone down there, Rio Grande Valley uh, on the date, all these troops are deploying down there, which is interesting. <laughs> but uh, uh, got in with a couple and, uh, you know, for mortgage protection and, uh, you know, they're in their 60s and 70s also. And uh, it's like they're giving those rates and they just go, well, we got these policies we got five years ago with reliable. And so let's take a look. And uh, we started reviewing those policies. And yes, they're uh, like 10 year renewable policies and the rates are going up every 10 years. So there opens an opportunity. Uh, we land up with a couple of smart plans, which is a majority of that premium. And it's just because we took the time to review rather than, you know, just say, oh, we're not gonna be able to help you with your mortgage protection because it's out of your budget. So let's move on to the next one. Uh, you gotta take the time to see what they have, open it up, explain it to them because their previous agent didn't even do that. Mm. And uh, because of that, now we've got this business and a handful of referrals out of that one too. And these are all family members. So when we go back to deliver these policies, we're going to get more business out of it. But uh, don't be afraid to open up those policies. It's an, a learning experience for all, everyone involved. And uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. As you go through the policy, there's going to be a page there that's going to give you everything. You know, the amount of coverage they have, the rate they're paying, and then you flip that page and usually it shows whether it's going to be fixed, those rates through the whole policy for a whole life. Uh, if it's a, a renewable term, it'll show that, you know, how the rates go up and you can show that to them and uh, you'll see their eyes just bulge because they're, they're under the impression those rates are going to stay fixed. So uh, get out there, get in front of the people. That's the whole thing. Can't make any money unless you're crossing thresholds, guys. You can't do this over the phone. So get out there, get in front of these people. The more you get in front of, the more success you're going to have. I love it. Well said, Abel.
man alive, he said a lot more. He really said a lot. I know that uh, over the years, people have asked me, hey, how do, how do you read a policy? I go, well, first step is read. Second step is apply that to a policy. It's, it is right there in, in, in very blatant English. And, you know, when you open up a life insurance policy, and you can see this in your own, uh, and if you don't have one, you know, we, we sell them, but you, you can open it up. And on the first or, or second page, sometimes they have a cover page there, but one of the first two pages is what they call a declaration page, uh, which in one sheet, they explain what that whole policy is about. It says how long they, when they bought it, what the premium is, what the rates are going to do, uh, what riders they may have. I mean, it, 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 when it, when it expires, they explain all of it right there on that one page. Uh, and, um, you know what, sometimes people, uh, brand new agents are a little intimidated by that. In this day and age, it's so easy uh, to do what I'm describing, what I'm about to describe. Because you open up that, that uh, policy and you don't know how to read it, that's fine. Just ask them, hey, do you mind if I take a quick picture of this and send it to my manager? Uh, and yeah, boom, take your phone out, take a quick picture, snap it over to your manager uh, and see uh, if, if you can get some help on what they may have. A lot of times, a lot of times, agents will get those policies out in a home to find out that the policy the client thought they had expired a year ago or two years ago, or is about to expire in six months. Uh, and they're about to be uncovered. Uh, so it's really important to get those policies out there. Uh, also, you know, one of the things I, I love saying when I was in the field was, what do you have in place already that's going to offset the burden when you die? Let's look at that. If they can't put their hands on policies that they swear they have, then we have to discard them. We have to, th those policies are not going to be around when they die because they can't find them while they're alive. <laughs> Good luck finding it after you're dead, right? So look, we have to just go ahead and put those out and say that we can't count those as life insurance if they can't get their policies out. Um, all right. Well said, Abel. Fourth place, uh, Mike Swales, part of the FITS team, 154 dials, eight contacts, seven appointments, six sits, eight apps, 14 referrals. Love that number. Eight uh, life apps for $5,453 in premium. Give a hand for Mike Swales. <laughs> All right. In third place, here we go. Getting into the five digits up here. Uh, in third place, we have Joe and Tony Walker, part of the Walker team. 67 dials, 21 contacts, 18 appointments. What? 10 sits, five apps, six referrals. All five are life apps for $11,683 in premium. So Walker. Happening, Joe? Fitzy, it's cracking. <laughs> What's up, this group? Uh, hey, it's Joe Walker over in Seattle and uh, hired by Dan Gillingham from back in the day. And um, yeah, top five this week. Um, a little bit about my week. Um, I was challenged by Fitz to set some goals, and uh, I did. I set up 18 appointments. And then um, you know, I was challenged to not pay lip service to my goals. <laughs> so, um, it was just yesterday. I was like, uh, I was talking to him on the phone. He said, how many appointments you got? I said, 17. He goes, huh? And in so many words, he was like, you know, what, what's keeping you from getting 18? And I, I threw out a whole bunch of stuff that was like stupid. And, um, got off the phone with them and then, you know, went ahead and booked another appointment. So I got my 18. So, um, I don't know. The big challenge for, uh, the week is just not pay lip service to your goals. If you say that you want to go do something, then 
you know, don't make it so that it's a goal that you just can't attain. But, you know, if you say that you're going to do something, then just go do it. You know, work your butt off, go do it. I had 67 dials in. Um, it was, that's not a lot of dials, but I was able to make a lot of appointments because I, I intermingled uh, my, my leads that I bought with the current clients that I already have. And I jumped into Salesforce, uh, which is a program that we use to kind of track our, our um, old business. And you can do it with a file drawer too, if you have that. But I just went through all a bunch of my um, eight uh, clients that I had written about a year ago. And um, booking an appointment with that is really easy. So all I did was say, hey, this is Joe Walker, your insurance agent with Forrester's or Mutual of Omaha. And they would respond saying, oh yeah. And I go, hey, um, hope everybody's doing good, but it's, it's insurance review time. So I'm gonna be in town this week. Um, are you home on Friday or Saturday? They're like, Saturday, go, what time are you home? They're like, I don't know, like after five or I'm, I'm home on Saturday. And I go, great, I should be there between, um, and I gave about a three hour window. You know, I should be there between 12 and 3 or 11 and 2, you know, somewhere in there. And they're like, okay. And they're really just pop-in appointments so that I could just book the rest of my other heart appointments. And, you know, when you're booking your heart appointments, you're going to have some stuff that, you know, it's not going to go because, you know, people are going to no-show you and whatnot. Um, but those pop-in appointments, you know, cable guy appointments, I guess some people call them. I just rolled in in that period of time and you know one of those guys uh one of the people weren't there all right and then one of the people was there and i was literally able to talk to him over the top of the fence and then write him insurance right then and then the other guy was there as a annuity review and i just sat down with him for a couple of minutes and just you know checked his pulse and you know asked him if anybody was looking for work and you know it's just another connection and the thing is, is what, you know, what you're doing there is that you're taking up a lot of psychological real estate with your clients. So that when they're thinking about an insurance person, they're going to think about you. And then all of a sudden you get this, what I call the, the Michelle Allman effect, where you're driving down the street and somebody calls you and says, hey, um, can I get some more insurance? And that's starting to happen a lot more. Um, if you want those fish to just jump into your boat, you really got to stay in contact with your clients. So I don't know, a couple of these people, I think two two or three of these applications that I wrote this week were from current clients or um, um, existing client, you know, existing clients, and I'm just from staying in contact with them. So of those 18 appointments, not all of those were leads, about, about six, seven of them were um, current clients, and uh, I was able to connect with them pretty easy. So you look at my dials, it's like 67 dials, 21 contacts, 18 appointments, that's a really great ratio, but you know, I, I want, I want more sits, but you know, you, you can't avoid it when somebody has something else to do and they know show you because that happens to everybody. So, um, but anyway, a couple things is, you know, if you got goals, set them and, and then uh, really strive to knock them out, uh, be fanatical about getting those goals done. That really was a great tip for you from you Fitz. Thanks a lot. And then uh, call your current clients, man. There's money out there to be earned. Oh, and one of those policies was a really big, fully underwritten one, too, that, you know, I think the guy got his portrait done today, as a matter of fact. He just called me while we're on the deal. So, um, but anyway, yeah, good business to be written um, and more to go. I'm trying to get this Switzerland. So hopefully that helps somebody, you guys. I don't know. That helped me. This <clears throat> That's good, Joe. Give my hand, everybody. Really good.
Yeah, you, um, John Maxwell always says anybody can set a goal, but it's the tough part is managing the goal. Like you, know, you, you, Heather, you set out that you want to get in better shape. You want to run more. Well, anybody can say, I want to be in better shape. I mean, everybody says that every January. Like we all want to lose five pounds or get in better shape. But then it's managing that. that really is the tricky part. It's tough. Uh, and and you, you have to set in place rewards and consequences, right? You do it and you get this. You don't do it, you don't get this. And I was, I was telling Joe yesterday that back in the day, I, I said it at the beginning of the meeting, I constantly have to trick myself into doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And so back in the day when, when um, I, I used to uh, set a goal, set activity goals for the week, and if I hit my goals on Friday afternoon, I got to go play golf with my buddies. And if I didn't hit my goals on Friday afternoon, I had to call my buddies and say, I can't go because I didn't hit my goals this week. And there were, there were times I didn't hit my goals and I couldn't go play golf. And it always seemed those days, it was perfect blue skies, 72 degrees in Dallas, no humidity. It was like wonderful. And the days I hit my goals, it felt like it was 30 degrees and raining and windy, but I was going to go play golf because I wanted to go, I hit my goals. You got to set up that system of rewards and consequences, whatever it is for you. And I know that uh, that's certainly, uh, it sounds like it helped Joe and, and congratulations on that, Joe. Joe, I do want to ask you one question about the current clients. Uh, how do you have those organized? How, how are you so easily able to pull those up? Well, sales, we, we've jumped on the Salesforce and um, what we do is we just look for the clients that we've written 13 months prior. Um, because what I don't want to do is I don't want to um, start replacing business or do anything shady. And I don't want to mess with my placement or persistency rate so um, I, I, I'm all for going back and installing the pro, you know, the, the, the policies after, you know, a month or something like that, come back and really connect with the client. I'm all for that, but I don't want to, I don't want to propose, you know, changing, you know, replacing an existing policy that I've written less than a year ago. So, um, so I just look for the people that I've written 13 months prior. Mm. And then, um, and it's, it's a nice list because I, I write about, I don't know, 20 people a month, something like that, anywhere between 15 and 25 people a month. So I've got, those are leads, you know, so I'm able to jump on those and then connect with them. You know, it's, it's pretty, pretty easy. You know, you know, my file drawer, you know, a file drawer is a little bit tougher because, you know, you're just kind of putting everything in alphabetically. Mm. Uh, and so you got to sort through the dates and whatnot, but. Uh, the way that you've set it up with Salesforce for us is pretty, pretty great. I don't, if somebody's not on that, I'm not really sure what they would do, yeah. you know? So um, I just try to make sure that I get them by the date. Yeah. Now I'm all, so in other words, I'm all for installing programs right after I write them. But as far as annual reviews, I really try to wait more than 12 months so that I can come back and go. Right so, on. And I'm glad you said Salesforce. Salesforce is a customer relationship management tool that's used by Fortune 500 companies, global Fortune 500. It's used all over the world. Uh, a, a remarkable resource. We've been using it a little over 10 years uh, in our office, and we are able to track uh, our agents with that. We're able to track business with that. When you write business, it's, it gets entered into our Salesforce, and so we're able to uh, we're able to know uh, those things. We're able to pull the report and say, look, this is what was written. Uh, in in uh, January of every year, <laughs> all Januarys that you've written, here's all the business. So you can look that up. It's an ever-growing annual review uh, opportunity for you. We can pull the report by birthday. So on their birthday month, you can reach out to them on their birthdays. All kinds of stuff like that. Some of the some of the, our agents are now using this. Uh, the partner account I think is about three hundred dollars a year. 
if and it may not be right for you right right now uh, if you're just getting started, but if you've been with us for a while, maybe something that you want to invest in, I would encourage you. Um, let me know, uh, and I can head you in the right direction. We'll keep it simple. Just let me know through Slack. Shoot me a message. Uh, thank you, Joe. Give my hand, everybody. Yeah. I know for certain there's people on this call right now that have been with us for five, six, seven, eight, ten years that need to use that service. Uh, okay, number one, number two, Adam Johnson on the Johnson team, 140 dials, 32 contacts, 23 appointments, 14 sits, 13 apps, 15 referrals. 12 of those apps were life apps for $12,323, and he got an annuity for $13,200. Total adjusted premium, $12,983 in premium. Adam Johnson, everybody. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> Adam Johnson, West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is south of St. Paul. And uh, we do have the lovely Joanne here as a guest. Can you see her back there? Say hi, Joanne. <laughs> um, I was kind of looking over my numbers and uh, I appreciate what Joe said about setting goals and also about, man, I, I, I didn't set a high ratio, but the ratio I set were buying insurance. So it was kind of a good deal. I looked at that as an opportunity. Uh, people were going to stand me up to go door knocking and I booked about two or three more appointments just off of door knocks. Um, one actual person that stood me up had their keys still hanging in their apartment door. Um, not sure what was going on in there. I could hear the TV, but they weren't answering. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I uh, just want to let you guys know, I can sit up to, uh, Joe just said he does too, it, it happens, but if you book more appointments, uh, you'll make more sales and you can, you can not really stress out when a handful of them stand you up because you know you have that much more booked. A um, couple quick things this week, um, honestly I was fired about that little annuity I wrote. Uh, I made a goal at the beginning, well, probably three or a third into the year that I want to get two good green sheets, like two good ones that are viable um, or, and, and close half of what I'm doing. So, um, well, actually initially I said one green sheet a month and close half and then I upped it to two. So I'm shooting to really get some green sheets closed out at least every month, if not every other month, but, I, but once a month. Um, and the thing is, you guys, it wasn't a huge annuity, but it's, it is an annuity. It's lather, rinse, repeat. Just like when you first get used to writing applications. Um, as soon as you turn in your first CFG or Forester's application, you might as well do 100 of them because the same program. And I feel like that's how these annuities are. They're all a little different, but it's the same um, consulting with Chris. Um, and again, let me just back up. I have what's called a green sheet and I print it in grayscale. And if you just fill one of those out for every appointment, you're, you're getting all the information from your client that you need. And at the end, if they have money, that maybe is in a 401k or IRA, uh, then we can bring that to a guy by the name of Chris Norris down at corporate. You just email it to him and say, I don't know if this is a good fit or not, you tell me. And he'll tell you if we can maybe help them put their funds into an annuity so they don't lose money in stock market crashes. <coughs> so with this particular gentleman, he had two different funds and then he's also selling his house within the next one to three years. Wow. So the truth is, we showed him, hey, one of your funds you should leave alone. This one you're thinking you could protect but when you sell your house, he needs to live off that money to pay for his senior high rise he wants to move into. So we proposed what it could look like when he sells his house to give him a lifetime income. So really, um, the little ones do lead to bigger ones. And I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be writing him something else later on down the road. So we're fired up. Right on. That's, I was waiting for more. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Give my hand, everybody. Thanks, Nick.
those green sheets have been a game changer. And like Adam said, uh, you can print these off. Uh, it doesn't have to be in green. It's called green sheet because it's in green, but you don't have to print it off in green. And it goes through, like I said earlier, what do you already have in place? It's going to offset the burden when you die. And so this is where we list off what they already have in place. Maybe it's mutual funds, maybe it's 401k or CD, or maybe it's, you know, whatever, IRAs, uh, stocks, bonds, whatever they got. And we're going to put it down there, life insurance policies. Uh, and then we can run it by our registered investment advisor, RIA, Chris Norris. We call him the Chuck Norris of the financial world. Uh, but he's able to look at it. And sometimes we're not able to do anything for the client. Uh, but, but a lot of times we are. Uh, and put them in a better situation, and Chris can help us with that. So again, you don't have to know everything about the financial world. Just get a sheet filled out and take it to Chris and say, what do I do? Be consistent with that. Congratulations, Adam. Thank you so much for sharing that. Number one, Michelle Alleman. Alleman team, 98 dials, 26 contacts, 20 appointments, 16 sits, 17 apps, 68 referrals. All 17 were live apps for $19,227 in premium. Give her a hand, everybody. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I'm Michelle Alleman. My husband and I, Mike, uh, we've been in the business for 12 years here in Houston. And um, this week, you know, I really want to just iterate what Joe talked about and Adam talked about. And I want to talk a little bit more about um, how to dial your your um, your 12-month-old current clients if you don't have Salesforce. Because, um, you know, we had... I've been traveling a lot. We've had a few challenges. My numbers have been down because I've been working with so many new agents. And this week I was like, wait a minute. Uh, this is about enough of this. I need to write 20,000 this week. I'm leaving for El Paso tomorrow morning. I'll be there for three days and then I'm gonna be at Baton Rouge for the weekend. So I'll be working with new agents in both places. And um, so on Wednesday, I made, uh, you know, Tuesday, I was very excited because I'm dialing a warm list for all my agents for four hours every Tuesday from one to five, which only leaves me like an hour to dial for my appointments on Wednesdays. So uh, last Wednesday, I didn't have that many appointments. Uh, I did run some appointments Wednesday and Thursday, but I came back to the office Friday and I said, um, you know, we're dialing current clients and I'm going to be dialing my leads. And. So I want to encourage everybody that's been in the business a year or more to take their transmittals. Um, if you're brand new and you don't know what a transmittal is, it's your weekly um, logging in of everything that you wrote, just your name of your customer, your, cu your customer phone number, and the product. Um, and that, that's something we all turn in on Thursdays here. Um, you'll learn more about that if you're brand new. But I said, um, because if you have even a child in your family, someone who can talk on the phone, that you can give them a phone script. Um, if you don't want to do it, that's okay. I have Maddie in my office. She's phenomenal. Uh, but she has a phone script. And I said, Maddie, um, you're going to come into my office. I'm going to dial and you're going to dial with me because I need to hear what's going on. Because I haven't been running any current clients lately because I've been really busy. And uh, she was trying to do a lot of things like, figure out what area they're in and do all this work ahead of time. And I said, nope, we're not going to do any of that work. I said, I want you to take your trans, all my transmittals and just start dialing them. And everybody was answering. And we set a lot of appointments. We set more than 20 appointments, but I think um, some of those I didn't even go on. I'm rescheduling to, to next week um, if there were current clients. So some of those current clients 
uh, had policies that had lapsed, some that were just fixing to lapse, uh, some that had lapsed over a year ago. It was phenomenal. I wrote business everywhere I went doing that. And <laughs> Joe wants me to talk about the holidays. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that too. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so anyway, so I just took that, that, that's the fastest way to do it. Most of my business is in Houston. So as long as it's an 832 or a 281 exchange, I know it's going to be in the Southeast or Northeast and that's okay. A current client, you know, again, like giving them a, a range of time or setting it up, but I can always reschedule those people if I need to, because it's not as important as, um, because they know me already and I know I can reschedule them. Uh, versus if I have a lead appointment, I'm going to, uh, anyway, I have to schedule over it, I will do that. Um, you know, so we only, we had limited time, time, time last week to set appointments on Tuesday. So that's what we did on Friday. And I ended up writing a lot more business over the weekend. Um, the green sheets, I fill them out. I get them and fill them out every single appointment during the ATM, just like what Adam talked about. And I turn them in. They're in my files. So I've got all the information on the client. And that way, if you need to turn them into Chris Norris, you can. Another thing I wanted to tell you is like right now, I have five active death claims going on. Either, either a death claim or a critical illness claim. Mm. And you can absolutely, one of my sales last week was somebody that I went and wrote an additional policy on from, you know, her husband passed away. Uh, I just had a call yesterday from one of my, another client that her husband passed away. I just had a call three days ago that her husband had a heart attack and we need to file the critical illness. I'm filing that with Columbian. We've already received the paperwork on it. So I'm really happy to say that's my first living benefit claim that I've been filed and I'm really happy so far with the progress. Um, it was a real fast turnaround and so I'm looking forward to helping her. I'm staying in touch with my client. He was in the hospital. He had a massive heart attack and he's now, he had a, he had a quadruple bypass and now they're, they're seeing if he's going to be going on dialysis. So he's very ill. And this was, you know, a very healthy man a year and a half ago, two years ago when I wrote the policy. So, um, man, you know, it, it keeps getting, what I wanted you to know is that it keeps getting better because as longer you stay in the business, people all will pass away. Uh, please go see your clients. They've got other family members they want you to cover. Uh, it's just taking the time to go see them. And sometimes when they're setting that appointment, and maybe it's your uh, family member or somebody that you hire to do it just for one or two hours a week. Um, you just need to, you know, work with me if you need a phone script for that. Um, sometimes people don't always want to see you. They don't think it's important, but it is important because, and I know I need to talk about the holiday. Um, it is important because once you get there, then they realize all these other people that need coverage. So... Um, talk about the holidays a little bit. Um, you know, Thanksgiving is one day and Christmas is one day. And people are spending a ton of money during this time of year. It's the retail cray-cray season. And people are, there's more deaths. There's more people that are thinking about family members that died at some point during the year because they're thinking about them because they're it's a family time. If Thanksgiving is a family time and Christmas is a family time. 
So you're going to have more people get really, really emotional about wanting to protect their family. And you want to be in front of them when they feel that way, because that's why people purchase life insurance. It's a feeling that they get. It's that feel good. I'm taking care of my family. I'm being responsible and making sure that if I don't make it home tomorrow, my family's okay. And you want to be in front of them. So push through. You're going to get objections. You're going to get more no-shows. You're going to get more objections than you ever had to see people. You've got to help remind them how important it is. And you know that they know how important it is and that they want it. And again, it's just dealing with, you know, things like a soccer game. It's one hour, guys. It's not the whole day. We know that. We can't just tell them that. But what we can do is ask the correct, correct questions. Um, like, what time does it start? And, you know, and just giving them more options. Like, my last appointment is 9 p.m. Is that too late for you? You know, and or my first appointment is 6.30. Is that too early for you? Just giving them opportunity to say yes. So um, the holiday is a great season. You're going to make more sales than you've ever made during the holiday season if you work it. Uh, I love to work on Good Friday. I love to work right around the week of Christmas and the week of Thanksgiving because people are home. They're taking vacation. They're taking time off to be with their family. Make this an opportunity and set your goal. We got a big crowd in here. Hey, Chris. <laughs> my son, my daughter, and the whole crew. Chris and another Chris. And Michelle with one L. And Marte and Chris and Chris. And Benjamin and Nathan and Jonathan. That's the whole crew. And there's Mike. <laughs> Guys, uh, you know, hopefully this has helped you. I mean, just go out and take care of their families. Don't take it, don't take the excuses. Be persistent, be proactive, care more about your family than they think they care about themselves, and they'll feel guilty and let you come. And all you need is the door in. And when you get in the door, it's over, baby. It's over. You're getting some insurance. <laughs> Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact, and send us a message. See you next week.